Welcome to Hashtag The Chit Show. I'm Ashley Chitty. Being a military spouse is not easy. Come along with me as I navigate this crazy life. The good, the bad, the deployments, and everything that's in between. How can we support our mental health while supporting our spouses? It's a wild ride. You're not alone. That is what I'm here for. Hey, hey, hey. Well, guys, it's April. Month of the Military Child. I'm so excited to talk this episode about just being a military child. I was a military child growing up. My dad was in the Army. And so I, although they were divorced, I definitely remember um, my dad serving uh, in the military and how I don't think I quite at the time realized how amazing it was uh, more so than I do now, but I did recognize it. You know, I remember there would be uh, bits and pieces here and there, especially when we were little and we visited him. He was stationed in Arizona and we'd go in the flight simulators and and um, I, all these guys just looked up to him and he he just was so like, wow, like just charismatic and fun and funny and and important, right? So I remember that. And I see how my kids look at my husband and I'm just like, I remember that. I feel that and I know that. It's good that I can um, relate to them in a way. Um, Although I didn't move with my dad as he was uh, moving around and he didn't quite move that often. Uh, But he, uh, so it was more so um, we went to visit him um, every summer for six weeks and I just got to really see um, what his life was about. And my uh, daughter this week uh, got her ID card and I remember getting my ID card and I text my dad and I said, remember when we got our ID cards? My aunt Linda used to perm our hair every uh, all the time. And we had like these big poofy curly hair, like perms. I mean, it was tight curls. And and I just remember <laughs> it was so funny it, and, and to look at Sarah Kate's picture this week, I was just like, oh, it's just so precious. It looks so pretty. Like, it's just so neat and different. And you feel big and you got a new pep in your step. And I just remember that. Like, I just remember having my purse, having my wallet, but never really fully understanding it was a true lifeline. Like, that's how I feel right now. It's like, if I was to lose my uh, ID card, like, it is my lifeline. Like, nothing can happen without that bad boy. So, I mean, she got hers. She was like super pumped. And I was like, listen, it comes with responsibility, but have fun with it right now. And of course, her first thing was, I get to go to the pool this summer by myself. And I'm like, this is true. Well, let's talk about it. But so I just I want to really showcase the kids this month. Like I want to showcase that all of their hard work, all of their resiliency, all of their uh, uh, efforts that they put into just being a kid yet having to be, you know, to be picked up and moved and changing and, and constant new friends. And I just really do think that military kids, they're just awesome. They're absolutely awesome. They're just, you know, the toughest and the bravest, they're flexible, the strong, you know, so that's why we just really want to celebrate them, right? We really want to celebrate them in the month of April. And I love that they do that. I celebrate mine all the time. I realize how amazing they are all the time, especially when we PCS. But more so, I think it's just when April comes around, it's like, you know what? Let's give them a little zhush. And I love that school recognizes it too. And they purple up and they wear their purple up shirts um, to support uh, them being all the military uh, kiddos. So 
with that being said, like how many times have you heard, where am I from? I almost fear that question. Like I fear getting that question. Like where, where am I from? And I'm like, (laughs) well, where do you want to be from? I feel like, I just wish I didn't have to say that, right? Like, where do you want to be from? And I always just say that we're originally from Alabama because that's where her dad and I, uh, their dad and I grew up. But, and yes, our, you know, our family lives back there, but where are they from, you know? And it's just such a hard answer to, or a hard question to answer. And I'm just like, you know, you're born, you know, you're born in Virginia and her brother was born in Mississippi. Like, it's just, it's really a hard question and I, I don't hate answering it. I just feel bad that I don't have an answer. Like I, I hate that I, I don't, I can't give them a full answer. And I truly believe that they want that answer. Yet at the same time, I'm thinking because we are here at the Dodd school, the department of defense school, we, um, here on Camp Lejeune, I'm like, you are amongst everybody who know they don't know where they're from either. You know, like, like nobody knows where they're from. And I think that along the way, if you're able to put roots down for more than three years, I think that's amazing. And, but at the same time, I feel like it's almost a, um, a bit of a tease, have you? Um, because to me, it's just so unrealistic because eventually you're just going to have to leave unless you retire and love it there and stay there. But I honestly don't know. Sometimes I get that itch to move, but I think it's amazing if you can set some roots. And I love the stability that that comes with that, obviously. Um, I've often said it about living on base. Sometimes I feel like I live on base because I just want my kids to have this a sense of normalcy of like playing outside and not having, because that's how we grew up, you know, and it's really not realistic because I feel like the next place we go, can we live on base? Will we be able to do the things that we've been doing for so long? We've been lucky to have back-to-back three-year orders here, which I, you know, I always say that it goes by so fast, but, you know, kids, they just, they really do have to say goodbye more times than any adult will have to. They have to say goodbye in their lifetime before the age of 18, before any adult has, you know, in their lifetime. And I saw something on uh, Blue Star Families this morning on Instagram, and it said it was from a college student, and they quoted, I've moved 10 times before college. College is the longest I have lived in the same zip code. And I was like, oh, like that's just so crazy. But now they 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 own their, and they hold their destiny. Like now they don't have to move if they don't want to. Now they can stay. Now they can move. Now they hold whatever they want to do in their hands. And I love that. It's a, you know, just being independent and being able to make that decision and choose what you want to do. You know, it has to be so freeing at times. I mean, you know, it does. But when I read that, it got me thinking about my own kids and it got me thinking like we're already on that path of uh, where we're going to go next. And then after that, to set uh, my daughter up for she'll be going into sixth grade. So it's kind of hard to say, oh, she's going into sixth grade. So we're going to be talking about graduation and where we would like to be. But yes, we're setting because that's let's say we get another two to three years. I mean, that's a good six years where there we are. Right. Like we are there for her graduation. So that's two moves, potentially maybe three. Hope not. But we could. So we really had to like sit and think about, okay, what is the path that we want to take? And if we can try to prevent moving in high school, obviously we would do everything we possibly could to move in high school. But it got me also thinking like, you know, 
and I'm going to touch on something really sad right now, but like my grandmother passed away a couple of weeks ago. She was my last grandparent. So that hit hard too. just, you know, knowing that that is my final grandparents. I no longer have grandparents that are living. And it really hit hard in a way of like, wow, I just, I wish my kids had what I had in a grandparent. She was the, I mean, definition of what a grandparent is supposed to be. The love I felt from that woman. I mean, it's just, I, it just can't compare. And although obviously they have, my kids have wonderful grandparents. I mean, they are so loved. They feel it. They love it. Just wish we could be around them all the time so that they could do the same as my grandparents did. And, and, but when I get lost in that, sometimes I really do have to reel it back in because, you know, it's just not what it is. Okay. And so as much as I can get sad about it, get down about it and, the woulda, coulda, shouldas, or wish upon a stars. It's, you know, it's just not realistic for them. And so I really have to kind of like get out of that mindset and go, you know what? We're setting them up for a really good future, a bright and healthy and happy future. Although hard at times and difficult when we move and friends leaving and you leaving your friends and things are constantly changing. This is, they they are one of the strongest kids I know it's and it is just crazy it's crazy to think and I think last week's episode it's like I touched on trying to avoid like trauma when in a sense I feel like I'm like every time we move it's some kind of trauma and I know that sounds like just so like dark but it's just sometimes I feel like I was like I feel like I'm like you know bringing on this like unnecessary form of trauma for them because they're moving all the time but I will say the friends that they have made, truly, we stay in touch with them and they're lifelong friends. And I hope that they stay that way. And and I honestly don't think that that's an unrealistic expectation to have either, because we've been stationed again with some, you know, and they pick up their friendships right where they leave off. But I do think it's just it's and it's really cool to see. But I I do know that we're setting them up for great success. And I'm happy with that. I'm good with that. It makes me feel really good that we're doing the absolute best that we can do. They have two loving, two loving parents that absolutely love them so much. A plethora of kids, uh, friends, uh, friendships with their children, plethora of like, you know, honorary parents that they love. My daughter goes and stays with a friend from, you know, that we've known for a while now that we see all the time for a week every summer. Like, I mean, it's awesome. Like, I really do cherish the friendships that our friends have have made or that our daughter has made through our friends. I just love it. And although deployments get in the way, travel get in the way, um, and those things are hard. And we just went through a mini one ourselves. Um It is something to be said about these kiddos. I mean, I just praise them. I praise them for how they are. I mean, I see, you know, it's just, I, I see them really rising above it and in a sense, you know, day to day, but yes, just, it is what it is. And that kind of sounds harsh too, but I do feel like it is what it is. We definitely can't change it and we just have to keep moving. And again, it's with one of those things where it's like, if I'm okay, they're okay all the time. I definitely think that that really does hold true. 
Sometimes they need us more days than others. My daughter really had a hard time this last time, and I didn't really fully understand her level of anxiety. I not understand. I understood the anxiety, but I guess I just didn't understand where it come from. I had no idea that that's how she was feeling until it finally just like manifested itself, like, and it reared its ugly head, and she made herself sick. So, you know, they've had to say goodbye to at least one parent. You know, like, I mean. And that was like what I touched on last week, too, is that like, you know, I'm really their constant stability in their life right now, like is me. And that's a lot on my shoulders, too. But, you know, it's just it's it's they're tough, tough, tough cookies. So with that being said, April, let's celebrate them. Let's celebrate the month of the military child. And I'll leave you with this poem, too, that we say it's and it says military children. They have had to say goodbye to at least one parent, not fully understanding when they will see them again. They have to start over and over every few years when they might not totally understand why. But in the end, military children get through it all one day at a time and happy month of the military child. So I want to showcase all of our military kids this month in um and also I've teamed up with Daddy Dolls and they've given me a uh, discount code for 10% off. So if you go to my Instagram page, like my page, follow along um, and you can get the code there. And you can also um, it's at on Instagram at Ashley Chitty one and also on Facebook at the Chit Show. So I have a code there for you, too. It's outreach 10. So you could do, use that code to get 10% off of a daddy doll for a deployment um, for any parent, um, a daddy or a mommy doll, whatever doll that you need to support your hero. Hug a hero today and every day and hug those kids. Keep them close and tight to you and support our military children. They need it so much and they mean so much to us. So until next time, happy month of a military child. Thanks for listening today. If you loved today's episode, share it on social media and tag another military spouse. You can find me on Instagram at AshleyChitty1. More importantly, don't forget to hit that fancy subscribe button because you don't want to miss out on hashtag chit show.